What is up, gamers? Andrew here, just to let you know that unfortunately we will not have a brand new episode today. Uh, I know we said we were going to do our top favorite songs of Mega Man. I know we keep trying to do it, but we decided to push it out till next week due to scheduling. What we decided to do was release the audio of our Twitch streams of our discussion of HBO's The Last of Us. Um, I have released episode two and three. I have not released episode one because what I did was I played The Last of Us theme song music and accidentally kept it on the whole discussion. So I figured you don't want music playing in your ears the whole time you're listening to a podcast. If you are unaware of our Twitch streams, we do them every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash 8bitmoviereview. So if you enjoy our discussions of The Last of Us, make sure you check us out next Tuesday where we'll be discussing episode 4. So until then... Enjoy this audio of our stream. Welcome back, gamers! I am Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch and discuss movies and series based on video games. Wow, you finally practiced that. (laughs) (laughs) I, You know, only uh, about, what, 90-something episodes? I was finally able to get it down. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we discussed last week, uh, every Tuesday, and that's why you're here, we are discussing HBO's The Last of Us, and today we're discussing episode two, Infected. Yes, we're in episode two of the HBO series The Last of Us. Uh, episode one, we got our heartbreaking epilogue like we did in the game. We see a little bit of current life in the QZ and the crazy shit that Survivors have to go through to get oh, yeah. meager meal rations. Meager. Then we, we, meager. Meager. Then we uh, basically we found out our mission, which is to smuggle Ellie out of the city so she can be meet up with some fireflies and see Joel just actually absolutely fucking crush some dude's head with his bare fists. And then they venture their way th- into an unsafe zone, which is downtown Boston. And that's where this episode picks up. And that is where we are from, everyone. Well, not Boston in particular, but if you don't know us and you're watching the show, we are from Massachusetts, baby. So, like, playing the game in general, this was amazing to see and then seeing the sets of this. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, when people are like, hey, where are you from? You're not you're not like, I'm from Tewksbury. Just say you're from Boston. Yeah. That's what I always used to do if I'm like, like uh, yeah, I live in Boston. Like, only, oh, okay, if you're, only if you're talking to people outside of massachusetts because if you say you're from boston talking to someone from boston and you say you're from tuxbury they'll be pissed i don't know i've done that before and it doesn't go well uh before we get started i also want to say um if you haven't played the game we're not going to go into major future spoilers of the game um we're mainly going to going to be going into spoilers that are in the game that pertain to the episode so we'll be doing that each episode so if you plan on playing the game and don't want Major spoilers, maybe play the game first, but we're not going to ruin anything that's going to happen in part two or any future episodes, but we will be as the show goes along. Yes, we will be comparing how different the show and the game is. That's what we do, To the best of our knowledge, and that's why we have our good friend Joe D in the chat to keep us honest. Um, He is also a connoisseur of The Last of Us, so if we get something wrong, he will probably report us and we'll be banned off twitch future future uh guest absolutely so this episode aired on january 22nd 2023 was direct directal debut by neil Druckmann, a first live action movie he has directed because he's uh definitely directed some video games and 
as and this is written by Craig Mazin, working directly with Neil Druckmann. Yep. So, um, and it it showed in this episode. We're, we'll get into it, but there's a lot of very accurate locales, shot for shot remakes of scenes in particular with the exact dialogue, exact like cinematography. It was, I mean, this is episode two and already I'm like, this is doing exactly, this is doing this series justice. And from what you said last week, I forgot that Craig Mazin created, um, Chernobyl, but he didn't direct it. He might've directed a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. So, and you definitely see, if you've seen Chernobyl, you could definitely feel those vibes that you had watching that in this, Um, you know, especially in, in, in the first scene we get where, um, where, where are they? Jakarta, Jakarta, Indonesia, which I thought was a nice touch because, well, the nice touch was in episode one, we hear them talking about shit going down in Jakarta and Joel's like, what's Jakarta? And then it just kind of like brushes over it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, what the series, the show series is doing well is filling in the gaps that the game couldn't focus on. We couldn't focus on, you know, we might've heard a radio or you see like a paper clip in the epilogue about like things happening, crazy things happening, but never just like, Jakarta, Indonesia, this is where it starts. The first, like, actual proof that the cordyceps can live in humans, can be spread via, you know, bite, and someone being like, yeah, there's nothing to do. Just fucking start bombing everywhere. Like, sorry to say it, but just start bombing. And in the the acting direction in this, like, the uh was it mycos kyologist the the woman they had to play the scientist i'm fucking up whatever her actual uh poor woman she's listening to this right is. now and yeah, you can't well, even say her name but like the the acting choices in this is definitely directed because when they they talk about how the parasite usually uh, parasite what am, what would be the the fungus, fungus doesn't affect yeah. humans and just the slight smile she gave to be like like no this isn't a human blood cell what are you talking about like just the slight notion of that like was good and especially when she hears about 14 people missing just the shakes of her hand like i i feel like the acting in this is is amazing they got everybody given their a game on this yep and and i love the i i, I maybe i don't like it as much because it creeps me out but when she took the shit out of the mouth and it's like moving and like, um, it was stretching towards her yeah. and then you could still see it growing out of the corpse's mouth. Like, cause that's what it does. <laughs> and I, I love that change that they're making. And they also explain a little more is that it is, it's a living organism. That's just always trying to spread no matter the distance because that's a it's a real thing. They found that I think in the rainforest or something um, that there was they found a like a a, a, a thing of f- mushroom fungus that went like thousands of miles interconnected above and underground. So this is not this is something in real life that could happen. And it's it's really cool. <laughs> uh, like, you know, if, if you watch the show, you obviously saw there's a little bit behind the scenes where Craig Mason's talking um, how him and Neil Druckmann have been doing their like a lot of their homework, and I'm not saying Neil Druckmann probably didn't do his homework when he wrote The Last of Us, but he probably brushed through and just had this story idea where they decided, you know, this works a little bit better than the spores. And I think also, come on, the actors don't want to wear gas masks for like no. every single. You know. They can't do that. You can't get Pedro Pascal and then put him under a mask. The Mandalorian barely pulled that off. Yeah. But he was yeah. so good at acting that he could wear <laughs> a fucking helmet and the show was still successful. Yep. Well, I heard in season three, he's barely in it because he's been, he was busy uh, filming The Last of Us. His uh, yeah. his stunt, stunt, one of his stunt guys was complaining about it on Twitter and stuff like that. And it's like, well, dude. Yeah, he's he's posting things being like, I'm the real Mandalorian. It's like, 
Yeah, but your voice ain't shit, so sorry. <laughs> like you don't get paid like him though, bitch. Yeah. You know, and Pedro Pascal's killing it. He's killing it in this role. I'm so happy they casted him. I know there was a lot of doubts before, but like he's just so fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's doing a fantastic job in this episode. Gave me more of Bella Ramsey. So I also agree. She's knocking it out of the park at this point. Um, the only thing I'll say is that I feel like in the game, when they first met Joel, like just hated Ellie and the idea of having to be around a young kid. And that's why it was such a journey for him to come around to her eventually, where in this show, he just kind of seems a bit like almost inconvenienced, but like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem like he's going to have as much emotionally to travel, you know, as we get to where they're like friends, but I don't know. It's still, that's not, that's like the most minor of nitpick whatsoever. And uh, this is still a fantastic episode, even without yeah. those little things. But and, and it kind of seems because I've, I've been replaying the game a little bit. And though, yes, they're putting Ellie being naive. I did think Ellie trusted Joel pretty quickly in the game where she was very like, like, oh, yeah, you know, like when as soon as she was handed over to them, she was like all about Joel. Where in this, she is also kind of hesitant to trust him and like. You know, she she trusts Tess a little bit more. I can tell, like, you know, Tess is actually a little nice to her, a little bit more nice as 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 she can be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But and so we get more of this. At, ooh. <laughs> we get more of this Um, in like, you know, after the Jakarta scene. I really like this scene. Again, the sets. She's sleeping in moss in like a broken down building. Yeah, and, and, the rest, and everyone else just does not trust that she will not turn. So they're just, I guess we'll stay awake all night. And I think they're pushing that a little bit more than the game, too. Like, I like that they're just, she's, like, getting up, looking, and then you hear a click from the background, and it's just, like, the rattle of one of them moving, and they're just both just staring at her. And I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, um, if you've been in this for 20 years, you like, they go into it once... Ellie gives them the plan, which is, you know, go out west and they're making a cure out there. And uh, it, obviously, as a person that probably survived it for 20 years, you probably heard that a hundred times. You probably already heard there was someone that was immune. And then eventually that person just turned. Maybe it just was super slow. So that's probably their mindset is this. Yeah, she's going to turn. I, I don't give a shit if it's been a day or two days or even three weeks, like she said. She is going to turn at some point and we need to be prepared for that. Yeah. I agree, Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I, I also liked the uh the difference between the food that they were able to eat. Oh my god. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Joel and Tess just have like the most dry ass beef jerky. And Ellie just has like a giant chicken sandwich. She didn't even offer to share. Well, they probably wouldn't want to share anyway, because I cute. that's what I was thinking. It was like if we knew that grains and wheat spread this like cordyceps and fungus, and that's how it started, why would you ever eat bread again? Well, she can. It'd be fine. No, I know Ellie can, but I'd be like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll just eat my beef jerky. I, I don't want to like eat your, Jody your bread. Jody in the chat just mentioned he is eating beef jerky right now. He did tell well, me he, that he's, he's playing it safe. He's, he's going it safe. on the Last of Us diet where you just eat beef jerky. Yeah, no bread. No, nothing with wheat or grains in it. Definitely no mushrooms. I did like the line when she's like, can I have a gun? And they're like, no. Well, I guess I'll just throw my sandwich at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just throw my fucking sandwich then. Yeah. Um, I've been, But then and Jody also mentioned the same exact thing that you have mentioned as well. We start to see these amazing locales imagined in live action downtown boston with everything bombed everywhere we have the iconic building leaning against the other building that we saw in the last in the first episode but uh, the biggest difference is we don't explore that like we do in the game which is fine i i understand it um but just 
again, it's why this show has gotten such. It is like it. I I think I saw that this is from episode one to episode two. It it's gained the most viewers of any other HBO oh, yeah. series, um, and it is because of how well received it was for people that know the game and don't know the game. And they've, they've made it available that you can demo The Last of Us Part One re- remake because of how many views it's got. They're they're trying to sell yeah. the game now, like so. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna make money. They're gonna make those HBO bucks, and they're gonna make video game bucks. I'm only pissed because I just restarted the PS4 version because I didn't want to pay for it. I'm like, oh, I could have demoed it. I guess I could still demo, but I don't want to. It's gonna be the whole prologue. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, got to do that whole thing again, which is the slowest part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Boston QZ is the slowest part because it's like, all right, now walk. Hey, you better, you better, you know. Fix up your arm there. Here's a tutorial on creating a med kit. Here's also, a tutorial on running. And ducking, going through this. You go through the with the searchlights of the military and stuff, right? Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so after we get the little bit of like seeing the locale, we do get our first, I'd say, big change from how it progresses in the game as compared to the show is we do the hotel part. Which the hotel part was in Pittsburgh, um, but I mean the hotel in this is it looks great, and we get a lot of like Ellie joking around like she does in the game, because you know I, she's only nice seen touch. this stuff in books. We get a frog playing piano too. You forgot to mention that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's actually a really big. Uh, that's a <laughs> that really very big point accurate to, to the game. A lot of frogs playing piano. A lot of frog. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah, it's like the CW frog. Um, to, to your point, I I like that too because like I was telling Cat like when it first started, I'm like I really hope they have her like putzing around in the background doing stupid shit or being like <sighs> I'm trying to learn how to whistle. <laughs> when you're yeah, if, to sneak if, they, if they had snuck to the top of those stairs and then she said. Oh, we need to lighten things up. And then she pulls out the joke book and starts reading jokes. I would have shit my pants. Honestly, that yeah. would have been amazing. But I loved, I loved the, the, that whole thing. Um, where she's like, ding, ding, like just being a kid because, um, I did read some reviews where people obviously didn't pay attention to play the game where they're like, Oh, you know, how would this kid, have like a sense of humor in this dark dreary thing. Like, and she should constantly be afraid. And it's like, well, she was born in this. So she's kind of numb to it a little bit, but she's also never really been outside. She's so never she, seen anything but runners. Maybe she's, yeah. she probably hadn't even seen runners at that point. So she's, she's been in the QZ the whole time. Oh no, she did see runners. I'm sorry. Cause she at just, that point she'd already been bit. Yeah. But definitely not clickers. Well, there's a point later, you know, and I don't mean to jump ahead in the breakdown where they see a body mutilated in a way that she's never seen before. She's like, exactly. Yeah. What, they can do that. What? What? And it and it goes and back to what you're saying. They they showed something different where Ellie's like, what are they doing? Why? She kept asking, why aren't there tons of infected running around through the abandoned city? Yeah, because those are the rumors she heard in the QZ. And I did like that little thing where she said, what about ones they can, like, explode spores on you? To me, that sounded like a bloater, which is something, you know, sorry, there's other levels of infection, but they didn't react to that. So maybe in this... Oh, they did, though. Uh, they sh- looked at each other. No, no, no. They looked at each other when she said, what about the ones that have the head split open that, that can't see but hear like a bat? Oh, yeah, Those are yeah, clickers, yeah. and they reacted to that, but they didn't react to the other one where they can explode spores. So I don't know if that was talking about bloaters or not, and they just hadn't seen one at that point. Maybe. Yeah. Because the other ones, we didn't really get much of. That's the ones that we mainly got within in the second one, correct? Um, yes. The, the ones that are kind of like in the I hated those ones. The stalkers. Yeah, we we do see stalkers in the first game, but they're I think they're very few and far between. I think it's only in one section with Henry and Sam in like a sewer. And that's all I'll say. I think those are where stalkers are because they like hide around corners and stuff and then run at you as opposed to runners or just they run right at you no matter what. 
Uh, I like what Joe Joe D said in the chat. He said, "I about I the loved, filing cabinet." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved when Joel moved a filing cabinet out of the way when their path was blocked by a bunch of stuff after they moved through. And when Joel was boosting Tessa up, I kept saying, "Hold triangle." <laughs> yeah, I did. As soon as I think that too, I'm like, "Up, oh, yep. Somebody's got to be." You know, this is the Last of Us when somebody's boosting up somebody else to a different ledge to let you in somewhere else. Yep. Yeah, I would have liked to see Tess like pull Joel up, which I, uh, I th- that was the only thing from the game. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if that lady would be able to pull up Joel, but maybe. Bless me. Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm infected. Uh-oh. He's got the fungus. Oh, that remind me too. Like, Bella Ramsey's doing an awesome job. And and if, if you're watching this and you're, you're not sure of her or anything like that, and I just want to say give her a chance because I think she's going to blossom into a really good actress by the end of this and i think she's already doing a pretty good job i loved when joel was like i don't want to hear a like when she starts twitching i'll pull the trigger and she immediately goes and he just like looks at her like i will fucking kill you like i thought that was a nice touch and then again that's a trailer moment yeah well i i i just thought it was a nice like, I don't know. I love the banter between the both of them. I think it's it's pretty good. Yeah, she's she's definitely getting uh, Ellie's wise ass uh, shit down. Yeah, and I um, think she's doing a great job. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, so Boston, the hotel. Great, great little section. I, I loved how Joe like it almost built up like she's like i can't swim and we're, uh, i know joe d was thinking the same exact thing and he even mentions it in the chat um is joel going to grab a pallet <laughs> and, and pull her across the water but no he gets to make a joke about it only being fucking knee deep and it's like okay that better not be the case the rest of the series and joe is right she better get on a fucking pallet by the end of this series or we oh, will riot. It's going to happen because <laughs> they're all about their little nods in the, in this, like, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love it. I love it. Not away. No, I mean what this series has done and we haven't covered it in this episode yet, but every episode so far has done like almost perfect scenes at some point almost perfect recreations so and they love to include stuff from the game in it so people can be like ah ah you know see that right there that's what that's on the game wink <laughs> yeah like yeah it's it's like the gym from the office looking at the camera moment just like huh mm-hmm. wink wink yeah i i i love it and I can't get enough of these sets. These sets are just so amazing. The work they put into these sets is just amazing. Like I give them all the money, HBO. They definitely are. are. (laughs) They They are giving them all. They're giving more money than Game of Thrones ever got per episode. I think it was like which is which is saying a lot. Oh yeah, well because you know they got they also got Sony money back in this too. Sony's involved. Very true. Like one hundred percent, this is their one of their major popular p- properties. So you know yeah, they're exactly. like, we're gonna get involved, and this is what we need more of. Honestly, with adaptations, yeah, hundred percent. Just stick to the fucking story. The show is getting it right so far because it's sticking to the story and it's adding things in. Mm-hmm. And like, the person, like that- the like the oh. next thing we're gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah, and the person who wrote it is a writer. Have them part of the writing staff. Yeah, this was his baby. Yeah, let let him tell you how it should go, and see. Let him honest- get his ideas for expanding it into a live action series. And honestly, that's why I don't mind the changes because it's from the creator's brain, where he's just like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do this because mm-hmm. it makes more sense." Where before, yeah, he had he he had a story, but also he was probably in some restrictions because there was also gameplay that had to be involved. In this, it's it's all story, baby, so he can focus more on that. Yeah, exactly. So this next scene that we get where they're on top of the hotel looking down at their options of like how do they progress to the Capitol building, and we get a little bit more of the change to 
the the fungal infection where it's explained because we see a giant group of bodies just laying down and at first you think like oh they're just a bunch of dead bodies but then you see the sun going over them and they all start kind of reacting together and Tess reveals that yeah they're they're all connected and even goes on to explain that like now the fungus can spread throughout the ground which can summon groups of them if you step on the wrong thing you step on a cordyceps like spore like a mile away you can summon like a whole group of them that'll know exactly where you are and be and just come running right towards you which is amazing because they are now jumping into more realistic science with the fungus and we've already talked about you know the long the large fungus uh growth they found in the in the rainforest you know and this is the kind of the same concept like if they could do that with also using humans to grow that fungus that is if that's like real and this is like based on what could really happen that's probably how we're all going yeah because what are we going to do about it well as the show would say nothing there's nothing nothing you're gonna do about it even if we bomb the shit out of every everywhere it doesn't work it only works in some places but not everywhere and that makes it so much scarier like i'm wondering if in the third game they might implement that a little bit more saying they've evolved to that and imagine yeah. like you can set off a certain area if you like step on something or if you kill like a clicker in a certain area and it alerts like different clickers from other areas to come mass and swarm you mm-hmm. <sighs> i don't want that <laughs> that's the game's already stressful at times anyway so like yeah just but they're going to up the ante, you know? Oh, yep, exactly. Aria. My dog has joined us. Dog has joined. The dog has joined. Nice. So we're finally here. We're finally here to the museum in downtown Boston. Another where great set. Another great set. Another really great set right from the game with all the, you know, the glass cases and statues all you know, covered in dust and just left and abandoned. Um, and we finally, and even when they, they climb through stuff and like the fucking ceiling falls down, it's like that. How many times does that ha- That happens so many times in the game. Yep. They get separated in the game, but they decided to keep them together. I get it. They got to, yeah, got to pace it a different way. Cause you know, it's, it's a show now. Yeah. And where it's not just a game, you can slowly go through everything. Yep. And we, we get the big reveal of, of how the clickers look. And oh. before we get that reveal, we hear them. We see their fucking janky oh walking. My and, God. and it's 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 so accurate. Fucking awesome. It makes me want to cry how accurate it was. Because I, I, and I think we mentioned in the first episode, they just got the people that did the mocap for the clickers in the game to come in and do the show because Hey, they kind of know how to walk like them and act like them because they did it already. Yeah, they know. And it's crazy because, well, it's not crazy, but like I was, it's like you said, you you wanted to cry. I was so excited. Cat had to calm me down because as soon as I heard the first, I was like, oh, yes, like, here we go. And like the, the perfect. Shut up. They can hear you. Like the, the look, the practical effects on it. So awesome. The way that they they run at them, everything was perfect. The 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 like being right next to them and just being like, rah, 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 rah. And I, yeah, oh. and it was only ticked off by Ellie going, just breathing, a little bit, and it immediately turned and was like, and that's how sensitive they are, which yeah. is like it, it it's it's amazing and it, so fucking tough to kill. Like, this isn't just throw a bottle and then swing your melee weapon once, and that's the end of them, like, in the game. This is, like, it took him, like, I don't know, at least eight to ten handgun bullets for one of them. We're going to have and to then, craft a shiv. Exactly. We didn't. We should have seen him craft a shiv. That would have been great. I, that That is coming. There's oh, no yeah, doubt in my mind. He's, he's going to find some scissors and use duct tape and craft a shiv at some <laughs> point. That's happening. Come on now. Um. Yeah, and the other one took like an axe to the head, and then like some machine gun shots. Which didn't mention it. I oh, I skipped over this. Thank God, 
that they made the re- realistic decision to pick up the machine gun of the guy that they took out in the first episode. Because why the fuck wouldn't you do that? And I always thought that in like the game. Like, why can't I just pick up all of their guns instead of like, it says, hey, it says he dropped some alcohol or duct tape. It's like, no, he had a gun. I want that gun. Yeah, I, I replaying it. There was because they they let you you can only pick up certain weapons at a certain point. And there was one where a guy dropped a machine gun and I'm like. Why can't I pick up his gun, but I could pick up his partner's pistol? And I was like, but I don't want this pistol. I want that machine gun. It's Give me the machine right gun. There. Yeah, it's just there. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, really good choice. Makes a lot of sense. Um, and it wouldn't make sense for them to be like, well, I'll just take my six bullet revolver that I have to slowly reload. Because oh, I like the you scene know, where he was, he's reloading as quietly as possible. But it was still loud. Even the bullets going in, it still brought the clicker closer to him. Yeah, and the uh, I, I love how they show the sensitiveness where he steps on the glass. Mm-hmm. And also being able to distract them. He knocked over that uh, that statue into a glass case, and it, it distracted the clicker. Just like, yeah, I'm going to throw a brick over here to distract the clicker to get around them. Well, that's what I wanted. I wanted to throw a brick or a bottle, like... <laughs> and it and it like to show like the like him holding and like you just see like the arc. Oh, that made me think too. I was wondering if we'll get an episode where they'll make it that Joel's trying to like listen to how many clickers are in a room, and we'll get one shot for like a few seconds of like you know how you you. Do oh, it's like listen mode? mode. No, I don't think we're gonna get listen mode. That's a little bit too ridiculous. Yeah, that's a little too <laughs> video gamey. I don't think that will yeah. fly very well. Listen mode, but it's fueled by his PTSD. He's like, my my senses are so heightened because I miss Sarah so much. I can hear, I can see through these walls. You ever hear of Daredevil? <laughs> it's pretty much like a Daredevil ability. I I remember when I first played the game, I thought they were gonna explain that Joel had this like power or something that why he has this heightened sense of uh, hearing. But no, <laughs> it has nothing. It's just a video about, game thing. Nothing That's at all, all to no. do with any of it. Yeah. And uh, I do agree with you, Joe. Um, yeah, the brick and bottle will be. They'll they'll make a reference to it at some point. Oh, at the way that this show is going, they're gonna every single thing we know from the game is going to be referenced in some way, shape, or form. Like, yeah, like the brick and bottle thing. I wouldn't even be surprised if we see the brick and melee weapon combo, which was OP in the game, somehow make an appearance. Like he throws a bottle and then just runs up and smashes something with, I'm guessing like a, like a two by four, like in the game. I have no doubt in my mind that's going to happen just based off of two episodes of how, how they're hammering in these game things so that they're little Easter eggs that only we can catch. And they may or may not mean anything to someone that's never played the game. But they mean so much to someone that knows the game. And that, that's why I just can't say how much more, I can't stop talking about how much I really, really, really like this show so far. Yeah. Episode two, and it's still got me sold in. Yep. I'm <laughs> in. I'm all in. Um, so Ellie gets bit again. Uh, and I didn't really understand the point, but I guess it kind of. You know, it gives because maybe they were skeptical about her initial bite being real or actually being three weeks. This kind of gives a new bite for them to base the infection spread off of, uh, or, or, you know, or something to compare it to with the end scene of the game of this of this episode, not the game. I think it was just to hammer it in for new viewers that aren't familiar with the game. Where like we know because. In the game, you know, this is the main thing where it's not really focused on as much that, oh, she's the cure. It kind of like, you know, they talk about it in more of this episode where if you didn't know, you know, you wouldn't have really understood it as much. So they like just in case anyone was thinking, well, what if she gets bit again? They're just kind of hitting home like she can a bit 
as many times as possible, and she's not going to turn. This unless is, she gets bit, like, and they tear out her fucking neck or tear her apart, she can she, still die. She just dies. She just <laughs> well, dies. Well, Tess makes sure she knows that. Be like, yeah, you can get bit, but you can still get fucking killed if you get torn apart by a group of them, and that that ain't pretty. And we get a a lovely sound in this. Oh my uh, god! Scene. Uh, and that's why this this <laughs> show is so great, because during the scuffle, Tess rolls her ankle, and they literally use electrical tape to tape her leg up, and the sound effect is just from the video game. The same sound effect you hear when like Joel is like wrapping his fucking arm up or something. It's just thank yes, do that. It's just telling you, by the way, the medical kit that Joel uses in the game, it's it's electrical tape. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just tape. Uh and we get a very so iconic good. shot in this too. When uh, yep, we- Ellie's walking across the 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 plank. Yep, it's the the shot where they can see the Capitol, the Capitol building, and Joel and Ellie standing next to each other, and she's like, "Well, can't beat that view," and that's that's from the game, the over the shoulder shot, her what she says, like what Joel does immediately after as they walk away. Joel in the show in the game, like because of what she said. He looks down at his watch and it's a subtle thing in the game. And it's the same thing in the show. He looks down at his watch, like a sudden thing that like reminded him of Sarah. And that's like the building blocks of like her, you know, filling that void in his trauma. Yeah. Always goes back to that watch. Fucking watch. Yeah, the nods in here are just amazing. And when they said that, and I meant, and sorry, folks, I meant to actually upload the side by side image because I I did screenshot it, and I slacked on that. Um, but it's just amazing the 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 loyalties that they're taking for this this amazing game. Like, you know, even playing it again, I'm just like, oh, this game is so awesome. I'm being a little bit more ruthless because, like, I think when I first played it, I was a scared of everything i'm like well i gotta avoid everything i've been trying to be like i wonder if i could try to kill yeah. everything in this room and oh you, yeah unlike earlier difficulties you can definitely kill everything oh, yeah. absolutely and i did not know about that bottle thing until you told me about it and it's been very helpful yeah it doesn't work uh it doesn't work as well in the remake they they nerfed it uh so it's not just in the in the before remake every version you could do that for Almost every single enemy. I don't know if you can do it for bloaters. I, I don't think so. I, I don't that think makes so. no. That would make no sense. No way. Um, but for runners and clickers, throw a bottle or brick and one swing of your melee weapon, and it's an insta kill. But you have to be running at them when you. So you throw the bottle, run at them, swing, insta death. Well, I do. I just, I, not speak, in the remake. Speaking of bloaters, I real quick want to bring up like clickers are great. I. I don't know if it's just in the trailer, but I really hope that it was just the bloater coming up is more CGI. I really hope they go as practical with the bloaters. I'm, I I'm think really, they will. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the full body, see how it moves. You know, I'm only nervous. I think they're going to knock it out of the park, but I'm only nervous because there's only certain things that they can do. Like, yeah, but know. I think if they are already doing all of these sets to be accurate, the clickers are all practical. I think that they will, because there's not a lot of bloaters that they have to show in the true. series. Very there's not true. a lot of them in the in the first game or even the second game. So you just need just need to, you know. I think you're right. I think it's just because it's climbing out of an explosion or fire. Yeah, they have to do that practically. Because yeah. if this person's wearing a like a <laughs> like a suit, it's just you gonna fuse to their it's gonna fuse to their skin. If they're right, actually look by cool. fire, so that makes sense. I'm yeah. I can't wait to see a bloater. I I really can't. I'm so excited to fucking yeah. see more more infected. Yeah. So uh, final scene in this episode is the the 
the reveal at the Capitol building, uh, which is done a little bit differently. Uh, major game, change, major yeah, change. Yeah, exactly, major change. But uh, I think it makes a little bit more sense. Um, Fedra soldiers were more, you know, around quarantine zones, protecting them, doing, you know, stuff like that. So it makes sense that it's not Fedra soldiers that made their way all the way to the middle of a restricted area downtown Boston, that it's infected that took out the fireflies and it's infected that come after them and break into the uh, Capitol building um, at the end of the episode. I think that actually makes a little bit more sense. And it's it's not a major change that affects the story, really. Like the soldiers really don't have anything to do with the major story or anything like that. Like whenever they run into them, it's mainly because they're out of a quarantine zone and that that's why they're attacking them. Like so the change here is fine because before it was, well, we need some action. We need some some. uh, Yeah. What better way to pick up next episode by having them just being chased by fucking a horde of infected? That's going to be amazing. Yeah, it makes more sense in that way. So I'm 100% okay with this change. It oh, it really they did. blew up the building. Huh? <laughs> Never mind. I said, although they blew up the building. I, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. So probably not going to be chased by infected. Probably not. Well, yeah. Well, at some point they will, but not from here. Yeah. Because, um, because what I'm handing it to you, being like, because what oh. happens? Oh, um, well, we do get the reveal that Tess is infected, um, just like the game. It, like, shows the thing. Oops, guess our luck had to run out sometime, right, Joel? I then, thought they like, were almost going to say it was the ankle, because the way when he was doing it, Joel was doing it for Tess, and Tess when he was going up. Um, she was like, I got it. I got it. And I thought they were going to make this change that it was going to be the ankle, but they didn't. And I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, and then the whole thing with like going over to Ellie, showing the infection, like this is real. This is three weeks. This just happened. And it's already worse. Like, yes, all of that. I um, was wondering why her tone like changed, why she like, was like if she knew she was bit, why did she continue on, and why was she like so adamant about being there? And I was like, well, she probably thought maybe if they had Ellie, they could be like, oh, here's a cure, here you go. Like you know, these people are desperate. Like, and especially if you get bit, you're gonna be like, you could tell. Like Tess's tone changed drastically. Yeah, um, from the end of the museum scene to then, she was hurrying them around because as they showed. In the first episode where they showed the little uh, the kid who had gotten bit when they were first like talking to them, it showed a chart and it said if you're bit in the upper torso, the infection starts within like an hour or two. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's the leg, it's like 12 hours or so. So, I mean, you'd have to assume that from the museum to the capital, it's probably at least an hour. So she was thinking she she's most likely either halfway there or almost fully changing, which gets into the weird choice they made <sighs> right before she blows up the building. But I kind of based off of what I just said, where she's, you know, I looked at it as she's almost completely infected or almost, almost to the point where she's like going to change or have it completely take over her because w- what do we get, Andrew? I'd like you, I'd like to hear your explanation of what oh. happens in the scene. First, I'm going to say that like, this scene could have gone so many different ways, and I thought this choice was very strange. And I, in my opinion, this is probably the only problem I had with this episode. So Tess like tells him to go, and you think they were gonna get a kiss scene between her and Joel. And I love how Joel just stares at her, listens to her, and she's like, "Go do this." Like I forget what the line was exactly, but she says like, "Do some good," because they're like, "Look at all the shitty things we've done." And mm-hmm. Joel just immediately books it with Ellie. And Ellie's like pissed because she, she doesn't want it. She like tests more than him. And we get the runners coming in. And of course, she put gasoline and grenades everywhere. So I'm going to get into this problem in a bit after I talk about the weird fucking scene we got. Runners break in and they kind of run back because I think they can sense she's infected. And then... There's just this one that's extra creepy looking and she she gets extra scared and just stares at him. 
as this one starts walking closer slowly with like the things coming out and then they French kiss. And it was well, I won't. I don't. She didn't stick her tongue out, Andrew. <laughs> but she looked uh, like at this guy, like she knew him. We were like, Kat even was like, Is that someone that we know? And I'm like, I don't think so. But it was such an awkward fucking scene. And she's got a lighter in her hand. By the way, Josh, I found out that they used, they designed a lighter to be the exact same lighter they used from Uncharted 4 in the video game. So this is why we got this lighter scene because like, what was the point? She had grenades. Why didn't she just pick up a grenade and pull the pin? You know, Andrew, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I like, didn't even think that at all. <laughs> and just hold it and then boom. But nope, they had to have Nate's fucking lighter. Yeah. And fucking. Yeah. I, I, I don't what know. What's up with that guy, that clicker? What was up with him? Uh, I don't know. So I, I honestly think that it, if she had been like running and freaking out, they probably would have ran over and attacked her like a normal runner was. But I think because she was subdued and she also had like an advanced infection, they probably were like, oh, OK, you're part of this. Let me just top you off so that you're completely under control of the of the cordyceps. Uh, and that is that's how they transfer it like that because we saw that in the first episode the old lady was transferring the the fungus via the mouth into the mouth of like the person she was living with so i mean that maybe that's just how they transfer it um i, I don't know I, I think it was just it was a it was a bit weird a bit uh-huh. weird but um, uh, your point about why didn't she just drop a grenade makes so such perfect sense, and I didn't even think about that. It was just like Naughty Dog being like, "Hey, we should, we should reference Uncharted. <laughs> like, we should we should get Nate's lighter in there." And like, I think we talked about it before. This she looked at that guy like it was her ex boyfriend. Yeah, like, like, Jeremy, is that you? Like, what are she, you doing here? I, I thought I left you in Detroit. We're gonna get that first kiss. Oh, it's, it's, it's there's some mushrooms in there. <laughs> you never kissed me goodbye. Like none of the other ones react, and this one kind of like takes lead, you know. And it, I just felt like it kind of took away from the whole moment, you know, where I think it would have been more impactful if they all surround her again. Their grenade move would have been so much cooler, and so much. Instead, she's like. Oh, 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 let me make out with you while I try to flick this lighter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I well, I think the show's just going for disturbing. And she should have known. It's... If she saw that Uncharted movie, Tom Holland had a lot of trouble with that lighter. That whole movie. Yeah, that, that that's was... true. Yeah. Well, luckily, the, the infection started in 2003, so that movie wasn't out for another uh Eighteen years, either you know, where they really focus on the lighter. Yeah, Uncharted Four didn't come out until like 2018, 2019, I think, maybe even before then. Yeah, so that that's my only thing. Like, it just but made... but like I said, and I think Jody even confirmed it. It's like that's how it, that's how the it transfers. It transfers via orally, or if they bite you. And if she had been super aggressive and fighting back, they probably would have tried to bite her, but they didn't. They just looked at it like they probably looked at it like she's just a corpse. She's not moving. And that's what they do. They find a corpse. Oh, they don't have a lot of spores in them. Let me put some spores in them. I guess that makes sense. I just wish they did. it. But also, they wanted to gross people out a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. because that's because that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep, you know, doing scary stuff and, you know, grossing people out with shit. And that's just, you know, they got to have that angle of it. I watched the episode again, so I was like watching it and, you know, they pause on it a little like we get a good shot of him like deep throating her with those those things. Like, I'm like, I wonder how it's feeling in her body. Like, can she feel it? It's like, like, you know, take some dry mushrooms and just slowly jam them into your mouth. They look moist, the little the tendrils, like a little moisty, moisty boys. Well, I'm telling. I'm saying, put the dry ones in there. Oh, okay. Those you can, the, you can, those, you can moist them up if you those want. Those are the That's fun fine. ones. Those are the fun ones. Yeah. <laughs> Take them with some orange juice. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> or put him put him in a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much how that episode ends. Yep. Capitol building explodes. Ellie's left standing there contemplating her losses so far. Yeah. And like I thought it was great. Besides that scene, I was a little, you know. And uh, you know, we we discussed it too, like what was um I'm making sure yeah. Um we also hear the song Allowed to Be Happy, which is an exclusive track from Last of Us Two. So that was nice too. Like and when I yeah. heard that, I immediately had like because they usually play that after something really fucked up happens in the game, and then you hear the do 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 and I you know what? Should I should I play it for that what I'm talking about just in case people didn't hear it in our intro before? Let me just a little little a little bit. And I forgot Josh can't hear it. You usually hear this when like you'll cut to the next scene and you're like, Ooh. which is is really good, but I stopped playing it because Josh can't hear it. But I, I thought the episode, sounds great. <laughs> I thought the episode was done well. I love the sets. Um, I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna see like I I noticed these beginning flashbacks. If they're gonna be more prominent in every single beginning of the episode, where like they're we get a little bit more of maybe like explanation like, of things. Yeah, like maybe the next episode, it kind of shows what another country did to react to it. Because um, um, we saw like it starts in Jakarta, India, Indonesia. And then what happens when, you know, like the U.S. realizes it's happening there? Like, do they make the same decisions to just immediately start dropping bombs? Or do they try to use the military first kind of thing? Um, or maybe it's a maybe it's going to be. Um, cause the, the trailer shows that we're, you're getting Nick Offerman's bill. So maybe the intro is a prologue to get us up to where Joel and Ellie meet bill. Yeah. And it's just like what happens, like how he gets to that point kind of thing. Yeah. I think I'm wondering if we're going to even get like the, they're just going to use it to explain more stuff. They don't explain the game. We're like, I wonder if we're going to even get like a reference on why Ellie's immune. If we're, we're going to get something at some point, if they'll explain it. I kind of hope they don't because I do like in the game that we just don't know and it's just a mystery, mm -hmm. you know, that it, it might be random. But, um, you know, Josh, you did talk about the next preview and we've decided to play the preview and discuss and break it down before we end this episode. So. Josh can see it. I'm going to share my screen before playing it. <laughs> so here we go. And here's the trailer. Not today, you new world order jackboot. Frank. Here's the thing, Frank. If I feed you, then every bum you talk to about it is going to show up here looking for a free lunch. And this is not an Arby's. Well, Arby's didn't have free lunch. It was a restaurant. Sooner or later, there'll be raiders. They'll come at night, quiet, and armed. Call Joel. We'll be fine. Yep. Uh, I like Nick Offerman as Bill already. And I think so. I'm wondering if this episode's going to be all flashback and we're getting to Bill's and they're not going to interact with Bill till episode four. Or if that's just going to be a whole flashback beginning because we're getting a little bit more unlike the game. It seems like of um, Joel's Frank. Um, of Frank. Because we don't yeah. really know much about Frank unless you like read stuff that's like lying around where you're. Yeah, they allude to them being partners. 
maybe more, but they don't actually go into it in the game because Bill's alone when we meet him, so to say. Um, so it would be good to get a little bit more backstory of Bill and Frank. Oh, Joe D, your comment. I don't even want to read it. <laughs> no, nope, nope. I don't want to we read will, that. We'll save that we're, spoiler yeah, for we'll, the next episode. <laughs> that you is bastard. that's good though. That's good though. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's clever. Yep. Very clever. It's true. It's true. Very true. <laughs> Accurate. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, people, we we're don't, not going to tell you. Where you no, we're not. We're not. We don't know how they're going to do it in the, in the next episode. So exactly. Uh, I would like to get more of you know because in the game. Bill's already got this city on lockdown, traps everywhere. You know, he's crazy at this point, pretty much. So I, I'd like to see it. How did how did he get to that point? What did him and Frank go through to get to that point? Um, because that trailer it just showed, it showed, you know, how he meets Frank. It also shows what looks like Raiders attacking uh, the town. And he has all these defenses. Like it looked like a flamethrower, like an automatic flamethrower hits somebody on one of the fences. And one of the fences was electrified and stuff like that. Uh, so I wonder if we're also going to get like the explosive traps like he has set up all over the city mm-hmm. in the game. I guess that's a little bit of spoiler, but, but fuck it. Which funny replaying the game multiple times, my game glitched a little bit where Ellie was just walking through the traps after I uh, like went through them and she was just setting them off behind me and my like okay what the fuck but um yeah it looks like too because we do get that scene where Joel and him are together and I'm pretty sure that's Frank and Tess in the background so I'm pretty sure that's like the we're gonna get like that's why I'm thinking this may be a whole episode flashback. And I think we're going to have Ellie asking questions about bill as they're getting there. And the final scene might be where, you know, when they first meet bill in the game, like, and then we're gonna get, that's my opinion. Cause I, I, I also don't want them to rush it. I don't want them to rush it. Cause I, I think yeah. off. I love that Arby's joke in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all right. This isn't a fucking Arby's. Like Arby's didn't get free lunch. I thought that was funny. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I kind of thought that they'd have each episode be like one of the sections in the game. It kind of felt like that was the pacing. Like next episode is Bills, and then we get Pittsburgh, and then we get, you know, from Pittsburgh it's Tommy's, and then you know the university, and so on and so forth, kind of thing. That's why I'm kind of. But it'd be good if they did break rushed. it up. It, it would be good if they broke it up a bit because uh, we could do flashbacks and build up why it showed him asking for them to contact Joel because uh, maybe the Raiders, some of them get through and injure Bill. And then the next episode picks up and, you know, Bill's injured. So he can't take Ellie out West. No, but he can help you get transportation like in the game. And then we maybe do the school part, which would be pretty cool cool yeah uh, i'm very excited for next week's episode i i love nick offerman so i'm i'm i i think he's a good casting choice in this you know and bill's like one of the most interesting characters in the game so i'm very happy to see how they're going to portray this and i want to know more about bill and that's what i think i like about this show is that we get to find out a little bit more of everything else but they kind of brushed over in the game because they had to make up for gameplay. Like, yeah, I'm like we can't drag certain things out because we have to focus on gameplay. Yeah, so I'm ex- I'm I'm really excited, excited for episode three. But I think that uh, covers it. Uh, anything else, Josh, that we might have missed? No, I, I think we we went we went over. Yep. Pretty much everything <laughs> over our time frame on, on purpose. This. Yeah. These we've been learning these are probably going to be a little bit of an hour, maybe a, a little bit over. Some may be shorter, but, you know, I think we covered a good amount on on this one. Um, so if this is your first time watching it, uh, we do normally a podcast where we discuss all things video games, movies, series and uh, music, which brings us up to this. This Saturday, we will be recording um, our discussion on our top favorite Mega Man songs. So make sure you check that out um in the description if i don't know if i can do it on twitch but i will be doing if you're watching this on youtube 
I'll be putting in the description where you can listen to our podcast as well as our uh, social media platforms and everything. Um, I also wanted to make a shout out. I forgot to put this on here. I'm new at this, people, with the whole thing. But music, Josh's music playing in the background, uh, was created by our friend Sam Mulligan. So you should check him out. He's uh, a chiptune artist, and he's amazing at everything he does. But, and handsome. And handsome as a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So, but thanks for checking us out. Definitely check out the other show. Well, this is the same show. But check out our other episodes. And, oh, Josh. We have an episode coming out this week where we discussed Cyberpunk 2077's Edge Runners. I'll be first couple out, episodes. First couple episodes. I'll be coming out this Friday. So we got content coming at you all sorts of directions. But check us out next week where we discuss episode three of The Last of Us. I'm Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. See you next week. Bye, Jody. Bye, Joe.